atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the 24th of April in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our two of two. Our goal, always, to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Kirk Crosby's with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. I hear your neighborhood's in a big old stir, Kurt. (laughs) You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of this country song. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It says this. It says, uh, there's a rumor going around in our sleepy little town. (laughs) (laughs) And the rumor is, uh, well, it's not really a rumor. Ken's in his house, and people are freaking. They don't know what to do about that, do they, Kurt? Well, that's, you know, that's the whole deal. Uh, You got, uh, you know, your so-called patriots that there there's all different kinds of patriots there's people that think there's a patriot if they're a patriot if they do the uh this new thing that you hear touted on the radio occasionally they call it cse um and so uh that means you know if if you see that your neighbor doesn't have the uh, proper seat belt placed or maybe the proper uh, child protective device um, when they're driving away or you know maybe they maybe they picked up a raccoon that was uh, dead on the roadside and put it in their backyard or you know uh, for the dog to chew on or you know I mean something whatever you can't I be mean, doing crazy have, stuff like that I mean they might have uh, spilled like a piece of i don't know they might have dropped a little bit of oil on the ground or you know something like that uh and and so they you know now see say so they call their local officials you know to make sure that hey uh the world is a better place and you know it just reminds me so much of the uh Remember, you watch the old Sound of Music movie, and you see the uh, Germans as they come into Austria with their brown shirts, and the uh, as they get the young people to participate and uh, tell on whoever doesn't have the Nazi flag. Yeah, Rolf went crazy, didn't he? That's right. Um, you know, and you you see this kind of thing uh, happening, you know, right here in our country, and uh, of course uh, those individuals sometimes they think man i'm a i'm a patriot because i'm saving my country from these uh out of control types like ken and you know ammon or whoever you know well and our yet, prayers uh, are with them and i you know the csa yeah. thing has got to go away though ladies and gentlemen this ratting on your neighbor and going to the government for everything has got to stop you know i understand people want uh, to obey the law and people want to be good citizens and good you know, subjects or whatever. But you know what? You've got to take a step back for a second and say, listen, people are more important than power. Rolf kind of betrayed Liesel, I think is how the movie goes, right? Um, and, uh, you know, people, uh, well, she had her heart broke. She thought she was in love and she realized that he loved power more than her. Uh, and, you know, this is kind of an, an interesting thing about where we stand in the world. 
you know, and what are you going to do with your time, your talents, your efforts? As for me and my house, we'll do our best to defend the sacred cause of liberty. All right, there's a couple things you ought to know. Um, oh, man. First off, there's headlines now that says this. Andrew Cuomo. What's this guy, the mayor of New York City? Kurt, is that who this guy is? I think he might be the governor. Oh, the governor. All right. Who's the, the mayor? Mayor's de Blasio or Blasio. Oh, yeah. De Bill de Blasio. All right. So the mayor and the governor have been kind of at odds for a bit. And the governor has been a little bit more restrained than the belligerent mayor. Thank heavens. But Andrew Cuomo, quote, 13.9% of New Yorkers, that's statewide, tested positive for coronavirus antibodies, Kurt, and they say 21% in New York City. Antibody study now finds 21% of New York City residents have already had COVID-19, have already had the coronavirus. And so there's already been over 2 million cases in New York City alone with coronavirus. Um, This just blows their whole narrative completely to smithereens, Kurt. That number is staggering. Well, it does, Sam, but you got to remember, here's what's going to be used uh, by the standard uh, panic media. I think that's a good term for it. The panic media? Um, Yeah, the problem uh, is I listened to Hope, or I actually read President Trump's complete uh, briefing last night. It was an over. It was over an hour long. They gave about twenty five minutes or something to the press and this whole thing or whatever. And I read the whole transcript. I find that reading the transcripts faster than listening to them. Uh, but nevertheless, President Trump didn't mention this at all, did he, Kurt? I don't know for sure, but I do know this. That did you all listen of to us, us? Uh, No, uh, no. But all of us are. Uh, well, I mean, I figured since you said you got it, you know, I mean, it's all good, but. All of us are affected by the panic media or, you know, on the other hand, the good media uh, that we choose to, you know, choose to watch or digest or whatever you want to call it. Even though the president will say, hey, that's fake news or whatever. um, He, like the rest of us, you get affected by what, you know, you're watching and listening to or reading and... uh, even if you know, hey, man, this whole thing is a lie and you read it, you know, it somehow affects you, I believe. And There's so, no question. Uh, you're right. You know, that's that's uh, it, and your point. Tough. Is, and you're right. Do none you of us, that? none of us can escape it completely. That's a great, great point. That's exactly how I wish I could have said it. Well, you're right as rain. And, and even me, I look at it and go, I'm hesitant to open things up, even though I believe it's a lie. And I believe I don't believe that the, 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 the illness is a lie. I do believe there's people getting sick and dying. And I think it's tragic and horrible. And I think we ought to do all we can to prevent it within the confines of the rule of law and the Constitution, though. Right. So I think we ought to respect liberty. We ought to not obliterate uh, liberty over security. OK, because we wind up with neither. But I but I get that it's a serious thing. and We shouldn't just take it lightly and we shouldn't mock it and we shouldn't act like there's nothing to it. The uh, coronavirus is not a hoax. The hoax is what they're doing about it. The conclusions they're drawing, suggesting they're the scientists, they're the doctors, they're the experts. Um, and we don't have a really uh, an ability to express our view or have our thoughts or opinions or uh, 
represented or warranted because we're not, quote, professionals. The problem is the professionals have completely jettisoned science. Okay, for example, 21% of New York City folks have already had the coronavirus and they're fine. Okay, that means 2 million plus people. That's more than we've tested in the whole nation, Kurt. Do you realize that? Well, yeah, but Sam, um, this part, this to see what what they're going to hit you with. Let's say you're a CNN watcher because you, uh, you know, somehow you went through the airports and you realized that, hey, man, the CNN's. In and when I go to the airport, I am a CNN area. watcher, whether I like it or not, buddy. That's right. Um, except in your case, uh, you're kind of protected more from that. Uh, I just forced to listen to it. That's all. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, but anyway, uh, when when you sit there and you know you see the video from CNN, typically underneath you're going to see the number of deaths and the number of cases, and you know, I won't say anything like the number of people that are showing. Uh, uh, these antibodies, uh, which means, you know, and and uh, they would, uh, but they they wouldn't put that part on because, see, that wouldn't be uh, encouraging the panic thing, Sam. Yeah, but and, it would tell the, the truth, and it would say goes, two million people have already got the antibodies, which means they've already basically successfully navigated this disease, and they're fine, and the sooner they go back to work, the better. But, Sam... You forget, remember we were taught by uh, Chuck Harder so many years ago, the originator of For the People, etc. And he said, if it bleeds, it leads. And so not only do you have media um, that... Maybe maybe that's your small local paper, your small local TV station or a radio station or whatever... They realize if they put panic kind of stories, panic kind of, you know, shootings and killings and whatever else up, then that's going to get them more, um, I guess you could say, eyeballs or readers or watchers or listeners or whatever, than if they say, hey, man, um, it looks to me like there's really nothing to worry about. The sun came up again. And... Uh, you know, have a nice day. Uh, have one of those little cuties. Uh, well, look at the flowers. Uh, you know, maybe mow the lawn. You know, that kind of stuff. And enjoy your day. I mean, that's just not going to get them the eyeballs that they want. That they can say, hey, man, uh, you know, pay us money for our product. So I like your new and, coined and, term, Kurt, but I'm going to slightly change it. And so the headline I wrote that relates to this to start out this hour is this. How do we escape the panic press? Is that kind of the idea? Good point. Yeah, I want to call it the panic press because it rhymes better than panic media. But it is right. How do we escape the panic press on this thing? And the older the media is, the more they're into the panic almost, it seems. Uh, and, and or the more mainstream or more backed with big money. It seems like all the people at the President Trump's press briefings are involved in the panic press. But I got a bunch of stuff from the uh, press briefing last night I want to brief you on. We got a caller to chime in in seconds and a whole lot more. Sam Kurt in seconds on your radio. (laughs) 
the spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. All right, back with you live. How do we escape the panic press? It's kind of the question of the hour, man. The propaganda seems to be everywhere. And I agree with Kurt, it affects every one of us. And how do we stop it? It's very, very difficult, to say the least. Looks like Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, is now admitting 13.9% of New Yorkers already have antibodies to the coronavirus and 21% in New York City. That's well over 2 million people. That's a bigger number than all the testing done. The positive cases, the recoveries, the deaths, the everything. It's a greater number than all that put together by far. And that's only New York, ladies and gentlemen. What about your state? What about California? What about and similar studies are starting to happen all around the country, literally blowing to smithereens the narrative of the quote scientists. Now, there is some truth to the coronavirus, folks. It is a true sickness. People are dying. It's tragic, and we don't mean to ignore that. What we do mean to do, though, is acknowledge the reality of the situation, be kind and helpful uh, about that, but tell the truth and not let it become a manipulated narrative with an effort of destroying liberty on that altar, okay? That's the key. So there's two people that I want to give a shout-out to and a... um, uh, a little bit of love. And they're people that we normally don't agree with on anything, anything at all. But see, I believe the love and the kindness and the respect and the concern for one another as people transcends politics and transcends all the divides that you can find. So the two people, one of them are Elizabeth Warren, and the other one is Maxine Waters. So Elizabeth Warren announced that her oldest brother had succumbed to the coronavirus in Oklahoma. Our prayers go out to their family. His name is Donald Reed Herring. He was 86 years old. 
He passed away from the coronavirus. He served in Vietnam, and he joined, from what I understand, the Navy. Uh, in 19, uh, he was a veteran. Oh, I guess he was in the Air Force. Air Force, he joined at 19. Anyway, our prayers go out to the family there. I feel bad for Elizabeth Warren losing a loved one. This is what I mean by this is a serious disease, folks. Let's not pretend it's not. But let's also not barbecue liberty on the altar of security. And let's not ignorantly fall into the trap of losing both. Okay? The second one is California Rep. Maxine Waters. She says that her sister is dying from the coronavirus. Once again, I disagree with her on almost everything. But I will agree that, I, you know what, I pray for your sister. I pray for less pain. I pray for comfort. I pray for strength. I pray that she can somehow overcome it. Uh, and I pray that the Lord's will be done. Uh, and I pray for Elizabeth Warren and her family and Maxine Waters and her family. And this is where we do our best to be fair, folks, to be open, to be transparent, to be clear. We base our viewpoints on principle. And the principle is we want life, not death. And the principle is we don't want suffering. Okay, and so we rally around people when they're suffering, regardless of our political divisions or differences or whatever else, and our prayers go out to both families. What a tragic situation. However, let's not let them goat you into believing the panic press. Let's not let them turn that into, well, just because you're a nice guy, Sam, we're going to steal your liberty. Uh-uh. No. That's where we draw the line, and that's where we start to stand nobly, boldly, and independent for the sacred cause of liberty. Patty, Utah, you're on the radio. Hey, good morning, Sam and Kurt. Um, I, too, uh, feel bad. I saw that on YouTube about uh, Maxine Waters and Elizabeth Warren and uh, all the families who've lost loved ones through this tragic virus that we're seeing. But I am excited about what you said about how many people have the antibodies now. And my thoughts are, our immune systems are so strong, hooray for us. Now we don't need the vaccine, right? What about that? We have the antibodies against this virus. So no thank you, I don't need your vaccine. What do you guys say about that? I say you're spot on, but that's not what their narrative is going to be. But you're exactly right on the point. Now, let me well, just why say. Why they push us to get the vaccine then? Hey, I, I don't need it. Well, because they're tyrannical thugs and they don't believe that you have a clue. You're not a doctor and therefore you're not credible. But here's the interesting thing. President Trump last night had a big guy on to tell you that they've done a massive study now in sunlight is one of the keys to really reducing. And they went into the big details about the half-life of this virus and everything. And they are telling you that sunlight's really critical and important and one of the great keys for solutions. And boy, do I agree, Kurt. However, um, why bring on this rocket scientist that does the half-life study and everything else? They could have asked me. I've been talking about this for two months now. What you need yeah. is fresh air. You need light. You need plenty of sleep. You need vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin A. And as Dr. Um, Shiva has wisely talked about it's about strengthening your immune system because then you can develop the antibodies. We get natural herd immunity. We don't need drugs. We don't need um, vaccinations, uh, except in the rarest of cases, might we need to go a step further. But most people are just fine. And the evidence is proving what I've been saying virtually all along. Now, I was a little hesitant in my comments at first because I wanted to give them a chance to do what was right. But the more they've been leading people astray, the bolder I've become about my points. But, Kurt, why would they be talking about sunlight last night? I've been talking about that for weeks on end, Kurt. 
Hey, you guys, I got to go. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. Great work, Patty. Um, You know, Sam, it is so good that they've um, suggested all this um, home um, detention, basically, for us all, because that's where you get so much sunlight uh, when you stay inside. And, you know, I mean, you you really get lots of nice sunshine just being inside there in your house. I mean, well, and that's a contradiction of epic proportions. Uh, and the That's mainstream press point. trying to manipulate this discussion for President Trump. They're trying to trap him. So they're like, oh, so you're saying everybody just needs to go outside and get sunlight. He's like, wait a minute. I'm not saying that. We've got to follow the guidelines. And okay, but and then so Donald Trump got in a tip with somebody over, quote, fake news. Okay, now I believe President Trump is trying to walk a very tight rope balance. So are the governors. What do you do right now if you're a governor? You know, you're the governor of Georgia and you decide to open things up and then Donald Trump slaughters you. For doing so. Okay, so you don't open up. Then the other governor in, oh, wherever the heck she is, that tyrannical governor, what's her name? Anyway, she won't open up at all, and now they're slaughtering her. And uh, what I mean is, if you're in politics today, it's a very difficult tightrope. How do you, uh, you know, deal with this thing? Uh, they're in trouble because they've got to admit that 90% of what they've claimed and what they've promoted and what they said isn't true. They said the virus has started here. They find out it starts way earlier than they thought it did. They had to admit it. Uh, They now admit that they've got a lot of people dead and they don't even know how they died. They've got a lot of people that are dead that didn't die of coronavirus, but they're claiming they are. But then they say, don't worry, our numbers are more accurate than every other nation. Don't worry, we're doing the right things. Glad we social distanced when we, you know, and and so on and so on. The bottom line is they won't let go of the narrative and tell the truth completely. So sunlight is a big key. I don't think just because you have everybody walk out into the sunlight tomorrow, it's just going to solve everything, though. See, that's where the mainstream press tries to do the gotcha to President Trump. He's acknowledging that sunlight has tremendous value in this fight. That doesn't mean President Trump's telling everybody to walk outside and have sunlight and don't worry, be happy. He didn't say that. And this is where they manipulate it till the cows come home. I agree with President Trump that light is something that is significant, sunlight specifically, to beat these viruses. It reduces the half-life tremendous. Indoors on a hard surface, this thing can last for hours. You put it out in the sunlight, though, curtain, it goes away in minutes. So they are making some, some tremendous progress. And I'm glad they're coming to the table. But when I said it, nobody cared. Now that these guys say it, it's all the rage, Kurt. What's up with that? Well, Sam, so many of these things are so, if you will, uh, basic and they're simple. And yet, um, you know, if you've got all this training and all these uh, years of college and, uh, you know, uh, science and all that stuff, then somehow you maybe missed out on a little bit of common sense. But I guess uh, some of this is all based on uh, the DHS. I guess that's the Department of Homeland Security that we didn't use. Yeah, to shut have. that and sucker down. Yet I, yet I felt a little bit more secure back in those days. But anyway, they have what's called the Science and Technology Directorate. And uh, this thing, I guess, found that high t- humidity, comma, temperatures and sunlight kills the virus in saliva droplets on non-porous surfaces and in the air. Okay, but but Um, let's just stop there, though, and I appreciate that very, very defined, controlled, manipulated, scientific, you know, whatever. Look, sunlight comes from God. Fresh air comes from God. Proper nutrition comes from God. Proper sleep is, uh, you know, 
Okay, all these things are the answer, Kurt. And I don't want to debate which one's more, which one's less, or say you're, you're completely out of the woods if you do this or do that or whatever. Because then they say, well, how come in these high humidity areas like New York and New Orleans and Louisiana and stuff, do we have these big outbreaks? If, if humidity and heat's the answer, then what's up with that? And Well, you've got people staying indoors. You've got the winter. It, it, okay, it's a combination of things. It's not a perfect discussion. But we know that fresh air... We know that sunlight, we know that vitamin C and vitamin D and vitamin A, we know that proper nutrition and plenty of sleep, these are the answers to strengthen people's immune systems. Less stress, and one of the big ones that Dr. Um, Shiva pointed out, is that how he was named, Dr. Shiva? Anyway, one of the great things he pointed out was people need to be together and be social. Let's talk about it. Liberty Roundtable Live. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the problem that I see. Sunlight makes a big difference. So does fresh air and all these things. But what they're trying to do is manipulate this curtain in the mainstream press. And I see it right at the bottom of the hour news, even from, the, from some of the most conservative uh, news organizations. They're just, they're just deceptive. What they're saying is, oh, so now these guys are saying light destroys the virus. All you got to do is put sunlight everywhere and it fixes everything. This is the propaganda manipulation. That's not what they said at all. They said that we have done some research and in our controlled lab, light, sunlight, maybe other light, but primarily sunlight, Okay, heat and humidity seem to reduce the effects or the longevity of the coronavirus. And what they doubled down into is this half-life discussion where, you know, how long can it live on a surface? And when it gets sunlight, heat, and humidity, it reduces it significantly. That doesn't mean they're running around and saying all you got to do is walk outside and get a little bit of sunlight on your head for 30 seconds and now you're coronavirus immune. They didn't say anything like that, not even close. And this is where I believe they're just manipulating it till the cows come home. It's bogus. Now, is it true that light, sunlight, and fresh air can make a difference? Absolutely. Uh, anyway, I find it fascinating, the manipulation and propaganda that seems to go along with this. From even people who should know better, Kurt. Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. All right. I don't know what else to add. Kurt wants to that. talk about it's churches just... and judges. Kurt? Churches and judges, let's see. Uh, and that is, yeah, okay, the faith under fire one, is that what you're talking about? It says about? U.S. judges find majority of find government majority bans of government on churches. Bans. Yeah. And church services are constitutional. Um, and then it says, subheadline, not all religious liberty cases are created equal. World Net Daily's got the peace, but uh, as they say, Faith is under fire, Sam. And, uh, you know, you've got, uh, well, that's that's the one of the main battles, I think, that if you kind of bring everything to the top, you get God on the one side and the adversary, uh, Satan, uh, devil, whatever you want to call, on the other side. Good versus evil, and it's, you know, been going on for a long time. And as far as I can tell, it's going to keep going on. What do you say? 
It's going to keep going on. It's a tragedy because I think the judges are wrong. This is where somebody needs to create accountability. These activist judges, you know, how do you say religious liberty cases are not all alike? Pretty soon they'll just say, well, they're all uh, unacceptable, right? I mean, where do they, where do you go from here? I don't believe that these government bans on church services are appropriate at all, Kurt. I don't. You can say, oh, Sam, they're harming the public. And my response is, based on what science? Based on that 2 million New Yorkers are just fine? That's the biggest study we have. If you're going to slice and dice this into statistics, the vast majority of the people, 325 million people in America, for the most part, are fine. And even 2 million in New York have been proven to have the antibodies, and they're fine. That's the biggest number we have, Kurt. By far. The whole nation has tested half that number, right, Kurt? I don't really know what the uh, numbers are, well, but Kurt, I do go know study that. that uh, Come on. Yeah, and then you got to ask yourself. No, when you, you do, can't ask uh, if it's accurate. No. <laughs> See, that's how they play, right? Isn't that what they do, Kurt? That's exactly right. And they're out of line. You know, you're just like, for example, remember when you'd hear those stories about how many acres of uh, trees got mowed down in the Amazon yesterday? And I'm like, I don't know who's doing the counting on that. Uh, who's who's down yeah, there? Yeah, someone's sitting there listening to another out, one bites the dust, know. watching that thing and writing down yeah. the count. Uh, you know? And you're looking over all of Brazil and all of the Amazon, and somehow you can know how many trees got cut down. See, it's know? insane, and, uh, that, and that's I mean, why. we got to question the numbers, folks. I get that we got to give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, and we did. But then when we first start finding out the government's literally paying hospitals to list somebody as corona positive, because they get cash or to put them on a ventilator. I now hear stories. They're basically putting people on a ventilator for like five minutes, then taking them off and saying they've been ventilated. And therefore we get the cash for the ventilator, 39 grand a pop, just run them through those ventilators, hook two at a time up to the ventilator and boom, but a bomb, bomb cash rolling. Okay, I've just lost complete trust for all their stuff. And when president Trump, you know, ignores my sunlight discussion for six weeks, and then he starts talking about sunlight, I'm going, well, it's about time. It's about time, but then the Georgia governor trying to loosen things up, and Donald criticizes him. Then the other governor tries to lock things down too hard. I can't remember. It's, it's Governor Whitman or whatever that lady's name is. Okay, and she's criticized. How do you do it right? How do you do it right? What's the truth? Where do you go? Where's the facts? Where's the science? And the answer is they don't have any, Kurt. We're in uncharted territory. Tucker Carlson's right on this. We don't know. We don't have science to back it up. And what they're trying to do is, in the absence of facts and scientific evidence, what they're trying to do is hedge their bets. But at the end of the day, they're just going to say, because of government, we saved us all. Is it really because of government? Or would it be because of God and the people and ingenuity and, right? All right, the Department of Justice in the news, Kurt. Yeah, uh, the Department of Justice. Uh, the headline reads uh, is from World Net Daily, by the way. DOJ sends th- another three hundred seventy-eight million back to the Madoff victims. Um, Subheadline: Eventually expects to return four billion stolen in Ponzi scheme. Uh, now, I don't know if you want to update everybody on, you know, kind of remind people. Well, let me who just ask Bernie you a question Madoff when Madoff made off with all the cash. How long ago was that, Kurt? I don't know. Uh, and it's but it was years amazing. and years ago, right? 
as Madoff and he made off with the cash. But right? it was years ago. Yeah. Why are we still dealing with this yeah. now? Well, it's the speedy trial. And what gives the government authority to pass out money to make these victims whole anyway? Is that the government's responsibility? Is that my responsibility for them to rape my taxpayer's wallet over that altar, Kurt? I don't think so. That's a great point. Uh, Somehow the Justice Department can just dispatch $378 million. It's from what they call the Madoff Victim Fund to those who were conned by Bernard L. Madoff Investment Securities. Uh, and they say it's regarded as the biggest Ponzi scheme ever. I would suggest the biggest Ponzi scheme ever is Social Security, Sam. But I mean, uh, who's who's uh, counting? I mean, uh, they say the I can't money decide to which be is bigger, sent. Social Security or the Education Department. I struggle yeah, with that. Good one. point. Yeah, that's a Ponzi scheme. The money's they say to be sent to more than twenty six thousand victims is the fifth in a series of payments that have totaled more than two point seven billion, and it's expected to reach four billion. Madoff, they say, for years used his position to steal billions from his clients. Uh, he pleaded guilty in 2009 to 11 felonies. Okay, so it's been 11 years since the guilty plea, Kurt. Yeah. And we listen, we've only had, handed out 2. Point whatever million, billion of the 4 billion. Well, and what's so amazing what? to me, Sam, is if if he, if he's guilty and they've got this, you know, stash of cash the DOJ does of you know, from this whole thing, then why hasn't it been returned uh, so much sooner, Sam? Uh, but they say he was sentenced to 150 years in prison. I think the guy's like 70 years old, so they're going to put him in prison for No, he's probably going to go home because of the coronavirus, um, Kurt. That's right. Uh, of the $4.05 billion, they say, that will be made available to victims, and I would say in time, maybe. Uh, but anyway, approximately $2.2 billion was collected as part of the historic civil forfeiture recovery from the estate of the deceased Madoff investor, Jeffrey Picor. Picor. P-I-C-O-W-E-R. Anyway. You heard of that guy? Uh, no. Anyway, they say an additional $1.7 billion was collected. Coronavirus? You know, I was thinking they might say Jeffrey Epstein, and then we'd have heard of him. But this guy, you know, I've never heard of him. But uh, they say it's an additional $1.7 billion got collected as part of a deferred prosecution agreement with, guess who, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Why would we defer uh, so, prosecution, Kurt? Why would we ever do that? Yeah. The remaining funds, they say, were collected through a civil forfeiture action against investor Carl Shapiro. Anyway, and this his story family. can go on forever, right? The tentacles well, of this story can last years. Apparently, fact, it's already going uh, eleven years, or we're not even close to done. When I see the first headline, you think, "Hey, the the government's handing out money." But what they you are. really find out is that they're handing out money that they got from these so-called victims. Um, and uh, they say uh, now they've allowed this whole thing has recovered 74% of their losses of the people. And yet, why has it not all been returned, Sam? Is why is it taken so long to get this done? Because you've got a banking Federal Reserve partner cartel in the mix, J.P. Morgan Chase. And because you have government insuring a lot of this money. and you, So you've got government right at the center of it all. And so when we say that it's the victim's money, I'm not so sure what money is whose, right? 
Good point. See. The government didn't print it all. Would these victims have all that money? And when they have been snookered out of it? You know, it's a big, convoluted deal. I'll tell you that right now. When we come back, college students are in the news. I'd invite Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have too. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no way. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. And you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to DefendAPatriot.com. DefendAPatriot.com. Back to the alive college students are in the news, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's right, Sam. And, uh, you know, it looks like uh, the headline, Brave News Schools. College student prepared to withhold tuition if they don't get 50% cut. Uh, University of Chicago is on track to be the first university to charge over $100,000. So uh, I would have thought Harvard was way ahead of that. I don't even know what this uh, means, Kurt. What do you mean you're going to withhold tuition? Well, students are kind of thinking that... I know, uh, but look, if you withhold tuition, we just say you don't go, right? Yeah. I, so I hope I mean, they do that. I, I suggest that students look and uh, you know they actually do some shopping, just like you would, let's say you're looking for a new pair of that. shoes and you find shoes at one store for a whole lot less. I mean, uh, Dave Ramsey's been teaching about this forever. Uh you know, look where you can get the most bang for your buck. Well, Dave Ramsey's uh, right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, imagine schools actually having to be, you know, charging based on, you know, the real economy. Instead yeah, of I want to just throw down to these funding. college students. You're going to withhold, you threaten to withhold, uh, you know, tuition. Why don't you just do that, people? Why don't you just withhold that tuition, not go to the government indoctrination center, shut it down tomorrow, folks. That's what I'd recommend in a heartbeat. 
All right, there's Stanford and Yale health experts in the news too, Kurt, and they happen to agree with me, and I'm not sure why they're not on President Trump's briefing. I mean, these guys, you can say Sam's just a redneck and doesn't count, you know, if you want to. Nevertheless, I've been right more than these clowns have by a long shot. Uh, So, you know, if we're talking about who's right and wrong. But anyway, Yale health experts, Stanford health experts, you got Dr. David Katz. I guess he's the founding director of the Yale Griffin Prevention Research Center. And then you got this other guy, Dr. Johnny Onus, and he's a professor of medicine, statistics, and epidemiology, not to mention population health, at Stanford, okay, university. And these guys are saying, reopen America. Astronomical error in models used to justify shutdown and the economy. And you look at that and you go, wait a minute. You're telling me you got a Stanford guy and a Yale guy literally going, hey, man, We've had a colossal error in our modeling. And as a result, we shouldn't have shut it down, and we need to open this up right away. So President Trump isn't talking about that at all. He's not talking about that Cuomo admitted 21% of New York City residents already have the antibodies, so they're not worried about coronavirus. Neither of these stories even touched President Trump's uh, briefing last night. And I find it interesting. Trump sends me literally every day the five stories he doesn't want me to miss, Kurt. What on earth is going on around here? Well, at least as far as I can see, everybody, whether you're the president or anybody else, you have a uh, limited amount of time, 24 hours a day. And in that time, you've got to figure out, hey, what do you do with it? Um, You know, if you can just... I guess you could just say, uh, just have money flowing in and you don't really need to worry about that, then that might take care of one thing. But um, you've still got, you know, other family duties and things like that. I get but, it. I'm uh, just saying when you're 60 days late on the, on the sunlight discussion and you don't know about that a Stanford and a Yale, Yale University experts are both saying what I'm saying, and you don't know that 21-plus percent of New Yorkers already have antibodies against this thing, you're just flat-out not even up to date in your press briefings enough to even hardly focus on it, Kurt. I don't know where well, you are, but you're not even in the game, buddy. I was looking through uh, what <clears throat> there's a, there's a thing called the dnyuz.com and I don't know who they are exactly but they've got a piece that says uh, home alone at the white house a sour president with tv his constant companion um and you know it's basically talking about how what they say his day is where he starts it out like five in the morning and he's got to, you know, watch the different news shows. TV what he should shows. do is listen I, to Liberty Roundtable Live. Maybe then the, the, this afternoon he could update everybody on these key points, Kurt. Well, I agree, uh, Sam. And, uh, you know, that's why I suggest to folks, uh, you know, make time in your day uh, right off uh, as soon as possible or maybe even throughout the day for God. Um, and I'm talking about uh, being right with God, of whether you uh, take time to read and or listen to God's words, uh, you know, somehow get that into you, either throughout the day, and that's what I recommend the most, or, you know, just at least some time for God. And then um, I recommend, uh, you know, at least on that 
uh, issue. Um, you got prayer, and and if you want a reminder for prayer, just make sure that anytime you go into the prayer room. Uh, now, Sam, I don't know if you've heard me say this, but in my opinion, the prayer room is the bathroom. Uh, it's a great place where you're by yourself. Uh, you got some time there and you get a reminder on a regular basis to pray, if you will. Uh, do that on a regular basis. And then, uh, you know, uh, besides that, so you've got God, then take care of your family. And if that means you need to uh, bring in the money or, you know, whatever it is you've got to do in your family duties. And then, you know, country. Uh, so you've got God, family, country. And so you may be uh, not able to do, you know, all the things that Sam can get done. But, you know, try to get some of those all done. God, family, country. Uh, on a daily Amen basis. And, no, the, but uh, the president, um, I think he doesn't get enough of the God part, at least in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I agree. And then he gets overwhelmed uh, and kind of covered up by all the I know, negative but I'm telling press. you, if you're having two-hour uh, press briefings, you ought to at least be caught up on the biggest massive changes relating to this very topic that you've got these. Look, you've got to study and spend the time to be an expert in this. And if you don't, you have no business being in it. Uh, and that's, you know, kind of a critical component here that people need to really understand. I may not be perfect at it, but no one could say I don't put in the time and do the study. No one could say I can't, I don't do the due diligence on the topics and the stories and the double sourcing and the efforts. I put in literally hours and hours and hours. I suggest those experts, quote, do the same. Uh, but I think uh, I agree with you on the prayer room, Kurt, but I, to me, the prayer room's wherever I'm at, right? Wherever I'm at's the latest prayer room, buddy. You know what I mean? Like whenever I go to yep. Ken's house for barbecue uh, today or tomorrow, I don't know when I'm going to be able to fit that in, but I got to go over there. Uh, that's going to be the prayer room right then. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to pray the thugs don't come in and take me down while I'm trying to eat a hamburger in peace. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm I'm suggesting at least for those um, of us who are the lower level on the spiritual plane. Um, then you just do that. Um, I get it. Well, no, I don't mean you only do it there, but you get a reminder almost automatically by your body that says, hey, you need to go into what I call the prayer room. And uh, I mean, if you'll use that combination as a reminder, um, you know, I think it, you know, could help. Uh, I don't mean it's the only help, but as far as I know, everybody is required to kind of participate in that activity. And it kind of has several reminders daily uh, for you. And so uh, yeah, I recommend go. that. Amen. You know. I, I agree. I'm just telling people differently how they do it and how I do it, how you do it. And people need to learn how best for them to do it. That's kind of the key, I think. And God can reveal to you how best to focus on that. And I, we highly recommend it. And there's not a right way or a wrong way, right? Bars are even kind of getting ticked off, Kurt. Well, in this case, it's a bar with two R's, and it says a bar threatens legal action on governors over excessive lockdowns. Uh, Subheadline, we have to give businesses more freedom to operate. Um, You know, and so the uh, attorney general, in my opinion, you know, maybe... Uh, doing some good there, uh, you know, basically promoting freedom in this world net daily peace. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's what America. Yeah, it's hard to know where to stand, though. If you're the Georgia governor, you're a little too extreme one way. And if you're that other thug lady governor, you're too extreme the other way. And, you know, I just don't know how to act perfect, you know. 
Yeah, I always want to err on the side of freedom. Amen to that, so I support the Georgia governor. Amen. All right. Anyway, uh, I don't know about legal action. I think there's a better way to go about it, Mr. Barr. But, hey, I do appreciate the effort to push for freedom. That's well, it's kind of sure. like if you're, you know, remember how they always say if you're a surgeon, then uh, you always recommend surgery. There if you you're a lawyer, you always recommend legal action. Then right? I'm a liberty advocate. I mean, I'm going to recommend liberty. Liberty. Donald action. Trump's in yeah. the news, Kurt. Well, I guess, Sam, that uh, uh, lately what's been happening is in the uh, uh, Gulf of whatever, uh, somewhere in the ocean, you know, Sam, uh, you've got our big, you know, tactical map. I know, but yeah, I know Uh, you've got our big ships, you know, floating around there. And so every so often there's some little Iranian tugboat or a little tiny ship come up there and they they say they've been provoking them uh so you know it's kind of like at least if you see some guy that's like a big 200 pounder and some little kid comes up there and kicks him in the knee um i think the big old 200 pounder does goes oh it's good to see you little buddy or whatever like that not Uh, but i guess my friend uh, I guess the president's kind of ticked off with the Iranians because he says, uh, I've ordered the Navy to destroy Iranian ships if provoked. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of his nature a little bit to, uh, um, you know, fight back a little bit. And uh, we all need a little bit more. Uh, yeah, stand down, say? president. That's all I got to say. Just Prince of Peace bit. kind of ideas uh, from, you know, the Savior Jesus Christ. And, you know, the Savior got pretty much beat up, even when Pilate uh, took him on and all the thorns and all the whippings and everything else, even the cross. But, you know, he he could have called down those guys and just zapped them all, but he didn't. He so had a little restraint. He kind of shows us how to do it. We encourage know. President Trump to demonstrate the restraint of the Prince of Peace in yeah, this, and I don't want to destroy Iranian ships, and I don't want to get into battle. By the way, whose waters are we talking about, too? When you say somewhere in the ocean, Kurt, that's, you know, I mean, it's true, well, I guess, but you got to understand, we're in their backyard. They're not in ours, Kurt. Let's be clear. What's really nice, Sam, is out there in the ocean, You, when you cross the little lines that you can tell where your line ends and where the next one starts. I mean, it's just like uh, you've seen maps of the world and stuff. And so, you know, you have those the same way. With I don't know the about United lines, States. but here's what I know. We're in their backyard. They're not in ours, right? Oh, yeah, Sam. Oh, but, do you think uh, these, these little skirmishes know. are happening like off of our shores? Or no, where are they I happening? don't. <clears throat> That's what seems to me to be typically if you turn the things around and we had some iranian ships coming off the uh, coast of like new york and uh, or whatever georgia or whatever then i think uh, you know there'd be some little upset americans uh, amen gotta hurry so. do you need gas kurt well they say some kentucky gas station prices are less than a buck a gallon i'm thinking it ought to be like 10 cents a gallon now sam so if they can get used uh, get rid of the big glut of oil you know but i don't see it not happening buddy there's government controls on that so the taxes cost more than a dime a gallon can't do it good point (laughs) you know what i'm talking about how much is gas where you're at 50 cents Oh, I've seen it for about buck seventy nine so far. All right, there you go. So we're almost paying double, you know. 
All right, hour two in the can. Thanks for being alongside with the right lady and gentlemen. Stand for the sacred cause of liberty. God save the republic.